0: Real Presence Live. Welcome to Real Presence Live. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi. We've got Father Daniel Weiske right over there. Deacon no, Dan, just good a to be l- with you. Oh, there you are. Yeah, I found you. Oh. Good, 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 good. We're broadcasting from St. Andrew's uh, Church in Brainerd, Minnesota, part of the Diocese of Duluth. And here it is a Tuesday, Father. It's a Tuesday. How did that, that happen? I've always felt Tuesday, this is my opinion, for me, Tuesday ranks as one of the top 10 days of the week.
2: You know, we've talked about your counting in... Uh Mhm mhm uh, in the past. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I under- I appreciate how you see mm-hmm. the richness. Well, you got to see the big the picture. I'm a big can, picture guy. Very big picture. I can guy. see the whole. Yeah. Yeah. You see the beauty and the richness and <laughs> everything you can stretch it out, its <laughs> full potential.
0: All right, I think we have to uh talk a little bit about uh what's going on in the uh, in the world today and and uh we've got some uh, fun guests to to speak of as well,
2: Father, but why don't we start out with a prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Only Father, we give you thanks for the gift of life, for the breath of life. Help us to uh, speak your words today, to live in your presence, to abide in your love. We pray that all those who are part of and listen to this show might be uplifted and encouraged by your grace, and that we might be carried through the tasks of our day uh, to bear fruit for your kingdom. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, father. Appreciate that. Oh yeah. And Good I'd to
0: have you here. Thanks for
2: hosting us. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah. I uh, thank you for wearing a mask today. I think it's a little t- tough to speak on the radio <laughs> wearing a mask. That's but a mask. This is my real face. Oh.
0: This is no mask. <laughs> now you're laughing. First year. <laughs> it's even funnier now that it's my real face. <laughs> Anyway, Gregory is, uh, is hanging out with us, and he's got kind of a, a little preview about what's going to happen here for the next two hours if, uh, if they don't cut us off before then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I sure do. Um, so, well, first up this morning, is there a place where women can continue exploring literature, philosophy, and theology even after becoming a mother? We'll visit with a mother who has brought this opportunity to over 2,000 women around the world. And call in with your questions for Father Weiske this morning during our Straight Talk segment from 9.30 to 10. You can see if you can uh, stump the priest. And (laughs) this group offers much-needed support and healing to those struggling with a past abortion. Shelley Shelley Demers will tell us what this group is and how it has been able to help many hurting souls. All this and much more coming up this morning.
0: Well done, Gregory. Thank you. Now, why did you laugh? Uh, Well, (laughs) Try to stump the
2: priest. I think that's just
0: kind of a fun Is that really the goal? I don't know. Well, it's usually the goal. Saturday, we had a little theology
2: and tap, and oh, yeah. that was the goal. Was that it? was the goal, wasn't it? Yeah, the it? room was packed with people yep. that wanted How to that stump go? the priest. But there were two of us. So two priests, yeah. twice as hard to stump. Uh-huh. You and Father
0: Tony. Tony. Roweski. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Good, good. Yeah. And was there, like, a score? I mean, was was there... Uh, anyone win? Was there a loser? <laughs> you know, we all won. Everybody won. We all won. Everybody won with uh, with stump the priest.
2: Yeah, Well, oh, good. I'm I'm very pleased to hear that. Yeah, no one complained. No one. No. No one shouted. No one threw mm-hmm. tomatoes or watermelon or mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good.
0: That's a good thing. All right. Well, um, so we have uh, uh, our first guest is coming up in in just a, uh, a few minutes. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, uh, somebody who I know that uh, has been has been working on a on a project that has been going on for quite some time so uh we're looking forward to that in the meantime what's going on here at uh, at st andrew's church and in the uh in the Brainerd deanery father what can you tell us because there's there's no radio signal for real presence in, in this area we have the app of course and you can listen online but uh what are the things happening
2: that people who are not from the Brainerd area might like to know about well, you know, we could do our own 10-minute tour. Okay. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight, mm. you know, I would invite you to come to our holy hour. There's a holy hour for vocations. Oh, really? How there's long a group, is that? Well, 59 minutes. Whoa, okay. Most, yeah, well, that's great. Good question. <laughs> I'm good. I try question. to be the The spot. way you count days of the week, you, yeah. know, you, you yeah. never know how you might okay. count the minutes of the hour. Okay, so holy hour for vocations. Yeah, and there's a vocations group that's uh, called the Bishop Barraga Vocations Apostolate. Mm-hmm. So the group members, units from throughout our deanery, they sign up, uh, they commit to pray every day for vocations, for an increase of vocations, but also those that are um, living out their permanent vocation, especially priests, religious, deacons, and uh, once a month each parish cluster holds a holy hour, Mm -hmm. so ours is on the second Tuesday of the month, Mm -hmm. and again, around the deanery there are different days and times that they do this, but it's a regular form of prayer support. And uh, it's a good time to do that. I was texting this morning, um, we have two seminarians over in Rome from our diocese, and they are in the midst of the quarantine. Oh, really? Quarantine. Mm-hmm. The, Italy, uh,
0: our, our guys are, yeah, I suppose. Well, that's all right. of them
2: are. Yeah, that's right. So all the that. classes and all schools and universities in Italy, by order of the government, have ceased until now, I think, April... Third, Second or
0: third, yeah. But
2: they said because of the Easter break then, at least at these pontifical universities, it's really until after Easter. Mm-hmm. So there is discussion about what, what to do. Some that's teachers, right. some professors apparently are doing online instruction, oh, okay. but not all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So, all right. All right. you know, they're there studying their theology, their philosophy, they're learning what they need to be able to come back and serve, but <laughs> they're not the only ones studying, are they?
0: All right. Well, that's cool
2: moms are studying moms
0: are studying too and is there a place father i ask where women can continue exploring literature and philosophy and theology even after becoming a mother well we're going to visit with a mother who has brought this opportunity to over a thousand over two thousand women i think around the world and uh, so we welcome marcy stockman to real presence live good morning marcy
1: good morning deacon dan thanks for
0: having Uh, me i'm I'm glad you're here thanks for answering the call and uh, you do you know father daniel weisky No. Oh, here he is. Say hi, Father. (laughs) Hi, Marcy. You live in Crosby.
2: I do. Glory be to God. I do. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much for uh, being on the air with us today, Marcy. Tell us just a little bit about you.
1: Well, I'm a a mother of seven children, eleven grandchildren, and I've been married to my husband Pete for 35 years.
0: Okay. And what are you doing these days?
1: These days, uh, I used to be um, a nurse, but now I am kind of switched over to uh, helping women read. It it, it mm-hmm. kind of came about surprisingly, actually. I was giving a few little talks to women's groups in the area for mothers with chil- children, and I talked about what kind of books maybe to recommend for children. And then at a certain point, I thought, why don't I do a series of talks for? women on to see what women are reading and mm-hmm. i just titled these talks while we're gone and it turns out that I, women for the most part didn't have time to read or didn't know where to start and so that was concerning and driving home from those talks i felt bad myself because i thought i don't really read quality literature either mm-hmm. so uh that was the need and Sorry, I'll just tell this quick part of the story, and then I feel sure. like I'm talking too much already. No,
0: we, we like um, it. Go ahead. That's what radio's okay. for. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, good. And and then after that, I my daughter called me, Beth, and she was a new mom at the time, and she called me with this cry in her voice. Like She said, Mom, I'm, I'm done going to these mother's groups. Like, I've been there three times, and everyone just talks about their kids or what kind of diaper to mm. buy or... She said, isn't there a place after college where women get together and talk about the real questions of life? And when she said that, I it reminded me of my own loneliness when I was first a mother. Just the intense loneliness, uh, especially if you're at home with small children, there's an isolation that can happen, especially in our culture at this particular moment in history. And I heard that loneliness in her voice, and so I thought, "Wow, maybe we could read good books together." You get some friends together. I'll get some friends together. I'll put together a book list, and and we can go from there. And so that's that's how well read Mom started. So okay, we, we started. She read. She invited people to her home in her apartment in Saint Paul, Minnesota, and I invited people to my house in Crosby. And another woman found out about it in St. Cloud and said, I want to do this. And I started, I said, I'll prepare the, the book list, I, how how to do that. It's not the easiest task, really. And I was reading Pope John Paul's letter to women, where he thanked women. Thank you, women who are mothers. Thank you, women who work. Thank you, women who are you know, teachers and sisters and daughters. And I... I, I I got excited because I thought this is a way we can organize the books around the different capacities that a woman has. You know, every woman is a daughter. Mm-hmm. Every woman work, or works in some way. We all have work. To do. We all have um, there's tasks to do in life that are that we're called within our vocation. So, anyway, we organized the books around these capacities. So each year is a different theme. This year's year, is year of the artist. Next year is year of the sister. So it's really for all women, but the origin of it was with, um, you know, the loneliness that can be present during the early years of motherhood. But that's how it started.
0: Let me ask you something, Marcy. You first, uh, when we first started out, you talked about how, um, you know, a lot of uh, mothers. Young or seasoned mothers struggle with the time factor. How, you know, have time to to read these things, and and uh, it seems to me your your program is encouraging you know that and and organizing it and and uh, perhaps putting some intention behind it. But how do they? You know, do do you, do you struggle still? Do they struggle still with finding the time?
1: Well, I think I think this is the number one reason people give for not reading. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the one of the foundational sort of pillars. In our, in our program is that we stay together because it's amazing what that kind of accompanying one another will do for helping you find time.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: because you've got this monthly meeting scheduled and you've got, you encourage one another to, I've had women come who read one chapter of the book and uh, I've had woman, one woman who was with us two years before she finished a book. And mm-hmm. are these women failing? No. They're not failing. They're learning to become a reader, which isn't automatic. It takes the work, especially in the digital age. So to actually read a book from print is uh, a skill that we're hoping to maintain the ability to read from print and to have uh, the art of conversation happen on a regular basis uh, where we get to know each other and grow in friendship. And what did you say, Deacon Dan? I'm thinking... Am I saying focus on the question? Yes, you're doing oh, a very time. good job. Yep, yeah, very good time. time. Yeah. So we need we need help with time, because it is a commitment. But there's only one rule in and Mom, and that's if you don't get the book read, don't apologize. But <laughs> do come and be in this environment where women are learning and growing, and and see if you don't read more. So, so there's this sort of double proposal. Take it seriously. It does take time. It does take a commitment. But also... Life happens. You know, children get sick and aging parents, healthy, you know, all kinds of things. So, so don't don't be hard on yourself either, because we don't need one more thing to feel go about, right? Beautiful. We need to be encouraged to, to raise the bar without, in a gentle way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You use that you use that word encouragement quite a bit. That's a beautiful thing. We're talking to uh, Marcy Stockman uh, here on Real Presence Live. Uh, I'm Deacon Dan Goshi. We've got Father Daniel Weiske. and uh, we're, we're talking with uh, Marcy Stockman about uh, well, the inspiration and everything that goes behind something called Well Read Mom, with over what twenty two hundred members or so right now, Marcy. Right, and you
1: know, that's, there's other people who follow who aren't members, but hopefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hopefully, people can actually be in a group and, and get the benefits. But it's it's beautiful to see friendships uh, grow. Women women grow. Uh, That's together. kind of
0: that. That kind of leads into my next question for you: Is what 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 are the fruits? What have you seen? How 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 have you seen moms respond to this? And what have you heard uh, after they've been a part of these groups for a while?
1: Well, there's a certainly a growth in friendship. There's the growth in, in faith, there's a, maybe a vulnerability to share in these groups that's kind of surprising sometimes because you wouldn't think, for example, a book would maybe necessarily be helpful to to, to your marriage, but you're reading a piece of literature and you, know, you never know sort of what's going to come up in the discussion or um, what, what ways someone will be encouraged or see something new in their own life in their own personal life. Um, so different. I know for sure marriages have been helped. I know certain certain people there was one woman from another town, um, since it's across the nation now, but she 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 got invited to come to a group because she liked to read and she's a postal worker and and someone said, Well I'm in this book club. She said, Oh I'd love to read. Come I'll come to this. So she started coming and after about for, for a meeting she said she said well, wait a minute she said are all of you women here Catholic uh, because I don't like Catholics and <laughs> and they they all agreed that they were and she said you know how can this be because I don't like Catholics and I like you <laughs> and and it was uh, I believe the next year that she went through our study that came into the church. Uh, So it's a chance for people to just get to know each other and realize, wow, we all have a heart, and we Mm -hmm. all long to be loved, and we all long to understand the meaning of why we're here on this earth, Mm -hmm. uh, what we're doing here, what matters, and so sort of the distractions of our business get peeled away for a time, and we have a chance to be together in, in a really human way. Uh, you don't have to be a mom. You don't have to be Catholic. You know, it's, or there's Protestant groups. It's it's really for all women, but it's a chance to let those questions that are within us come forth.
0: And so, Marcy, it it uh, it begs the question, and and people listening might assume, okay, this is Real Presence Radio. We're on Real Presence Live. We're talking about a book club about a you know a group of Catholic women, but these are not the nature of the books is not, they're not Catholic, they're not theological, really? I mean, you, you kind of run, run the gamut, don't you?
1: We do. It's really, we, we're trying to read great and worthy books with a spiritual classic during Advent and a spiritual classic during Lent. So, so for example, in the Year of the Daughter, we read St. Therese of the Story of the Soul, and we've read Dorothy Day and St. Augustine's Confessions, and But we also read Homer's Odyssey, and then we read some contemporary works. So, what do all these works have in common? They might not be, you know, um, they're not all classic works. They're not, but they all are worthy in the sense that they help us. They help these questions of our humanity come forth. They're all human books, you know, that are that are true to the way things are. Um, When we read Tolstoy's Anna Karenina you know, we saw what happened in in an adulterous relationship. We saw the consequences of that. So our, our imagination was educated to how things really are, how things really work in reality. Um, so it's, it's like one thing to, like, memorize the Ten Commandments, but it's another thing to see and understand through a story uh, how things unfold and, and how things turn out and, and you see, in your in your you see the story. You see, wow, I I understand uh, something true about the human person, something true about marriage, something true about forgiveness. So, it's, it's part of it is educating our imaginations in 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 a moral way.
0: What about um, uh, you? Spoke about uh, well. Um, let me back up. How, how many? How often you meet?
1: Once a month. Once a month, right okay. during the school year, and, and is
0: there a new book recommended each month?
1: Right. Okay. There's a, there's a book a month that's loosely connected to the theme. Okay. And and um, yeah,
0: and, and then, then we
1: meet. That the meetings are an hour and fifteen minutes, and so I record an audio that's about five minutes. So the women, you know, get a tea or a glass of wine, whatever it depends. We meet in churches, we meet in homes, we meet in coffee shops, whatever. And and then they. They get together, get their get their tea cookie, whatever, sit down, and then the leader just plays the audio. Mm-hmm. And it's me just sort of saying something that relates to the book we're gonna discuss, but also that helps us focus in on what we're doing. And just it just makes it easy to get the meeting started. It mm-hmm. refocuses everybody as to why we're there. Mm-hmm. And then we have a companion book that we produce every year that has reflection on the book by some of the women. It has Questions it has why you chose this book, why it, what's the, cent- the central theme? We're not we're not really looking at literature in the way of analyzing and critiquing it. Mm-hmm. Although there is some of that, and we provide some of that in our resource materials, but we're really looking at comparing with our own experience. And so it's our method is particular that way. So it's um, I think it's it, it ends up being more. Uh, more personal and there's uh, real growth that that happens.
0: And you spoke And then
1: then you you discuss the book and read the questions and everyone shares. Oh, you can always pass because, right, if you don't get it read, don't apologize. Right. Uh, But then at the end, uh, you play the next audio and that's an audio that introduces the next book. So already your appetite is wet for, oh, what's coming next? And that sounds interesting. And so when you do start the book, you're already introduced to it and have a general idea, which I think has also been helpful.
0: I think it. It y- you must have to do a lot of work to help um, um, really that rule of no apologizing if you don't read the book, if you didn't get it read. Because I would think that as the group is there commenting on what was just read and then looking ahead at the next one, that there are members of the group that are keeping up, but then there are others that, but but somehow they don't feel left behind because they didn't finish that book and they're still working on the one before.
1: Right, I remember going to one of my meetings and uh, the woman, she has read one chapter of St. Augustine's Confessions Mm-hmm. But speak again, one chapter of St. Augustine, <laughs> it just might change your whole life, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah it's, yeah.
1: it's not, and there's a saying, I forgot who said it, but it's not how many books you get through, it's how many get through to you. Sure. So we're not we're not saying read, 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 um, because we're encouraging just the opposite in fact. We're encouraging slow down, read with a focus. A disciplined, focused attentive reading, which is which is what we're losing in our kind of skim and scan and scroll culture. We have to maintain our ability to read from print, so we can um, assimilate this treasure that we've been given, and not not lose our ability to focus and, and read deeply. So, anyway, I, for women, for women to um, apologize. Our goal is just that we continue develop a reading practice individually so it's, no one is no one is put down it's all about bringing people in and, and growing wherever you are
0: beautiful and uh, I always think when, when, you know, what you said about a chapter of St. Augustine or, you know, not trying to get through the books, but the book's getting through to you, I always think of like a recipe book. You don't have to go cover to cover and read every recipe to know what you mm-hmm. need from that book for this for this particular application. So I, I, I that's mm-hmm. kind of the way I read is sometimes I'll start a book and I'm I'm very into it, and then pretty soon I'm like, "Eh, I'm not into this one anymore, and and is it wrong to put it down and walk away? So Mm -hmm. those are my struggles. But uh, the the website, Marcy, is wellreadmom.com. Thanks. Okay, very good. Any
1: any Um, parting message? Well, I recently wrote a book, uh, also called The Well-Read Mom, Read More, Read Well, and it it tells the story, and then it tells, there's some research on, what happens when we read and, and why we need to really continue to be disciplined. And then the third part is about developing a reading practice. It's interspersed with the, within the book is lots of parenting stories. I even laugh out loud when I read it, so it is it is pretty fun to read. So anyway, that, that's also available because it, it catches people up on the story, too.
0: Very good. Wellreadmom.com, they can find out more about you, your organization, and uh, how to participate there, right?
1: We would love it.
0: All right. Well, Marcy, it is a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you for uh, agreeing to do this.
1: Thank you so much, speaking Dan and Father. I really appreciate your interest in this. Thank you for your support.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. All right, you take care, and we'll talk to you again, All probably right. at church or something, huh?
1: You bet. All, All right, right. God bless you. <laughs> See you Bye. there. God
0: bless you, too, Marcy. Bye-bye. Okay, again, the website is uh, com. And uh, Marcy Stockman, a mother of, what did she say, seven children? Seven children. I think she has uh, one son that's in the uh, seminary as well. So, yeah. All right. Well, we've got uh, uh, a few moments uh, ahead that we're, we're going to take to pray for um, the intentions of our of our uh, listeners during prayerfully yours. And later on, uh, his mission to serve the church takes him far beyond the local community. How one deacon is ministering to his brothers and sisters abroad, all this and so much more on your way on the way as uh, Real Presence Live continues.